Exactly. There's nothing like unicorn bacon. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Erasable, our first anniversary episode. I am on hosting duty tonight. I'm Johnny Gamber and I am joined with the two presents that I hope I get for my birthday every year, Tim Lawson and Andy Welfley. How's it going? Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> happy, <laughs> uh, happy year anniversary and happy uh, pencil day. Yeah, happy pencil day, guys. Mm-hmm. So tonight we are joined by Caroline Weaver of the CW Pencil Enterprise, which is is good. It's good to talk to Caroline because the entire idea of this place existing seems so fantastic. I still don't really believe it's real. <laughs> it's sort of like if we had like, it would be so awesome if we could like meet up and do a live podcast. It just sort of feels like that. Mm-hmm. She like, just th- sort of no. This isn't really there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just she just like took her interest in pencils and just like just ran with it. Made a store. Yeah, no, if no I idea. if I like stumbled across that store in New York City, I'd probably slowly back away in astonishment until I got hit by a car. <laughs> and then you turn around and you look back, and all of a sudden it's gone. No, I would get hit by a car, and it would just be like <laughs> go over. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you remember that scene in uh, Amelie when she sees Nino and she melts? Oh yeah, in a puddle of water. That yep. would be me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Johnny go? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, shall we start, as we start every week, with our tools of the trade? Yes, indeed. Um, I am, of course, drinking sad distilled water. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Also, uh, be- because I am drinking the sad distilled water, um, I don't know, I-, I-, I have a very sad writing instrument, too, which is my nose after rubbing it in graphite filings. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's, it's, so- it's, it's hard to read. It's very smudgy. Is it sad water which is distilled, or is it water which is distilled sadly? Um, uh, both, actually. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember that documentary from the from the nineties or the early two thousands called "What the Bleep Do We Know"? No, it was like this speculative documentary. It was about like like a bunch of sort of I don't know, new age holistic kind of stuff, and they they said that like water has personality or if you like shout like emotions into water it will change the molecular structure or something it was very speculative mm-hmm. um it, but but yeah dis- distilled water was like specifically like devoid of emotions and therefore sad so wow just, yeah <laughs> wow I, I nailed that one i, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it uh, I i watched it I can't even remember when it came out, but I watched it in a little, th- like a theater, and it just blew my mind. I was like, oh, man. And I just look back, and I just cringe a little bit. Got to find this. <laughs> no, I am uh, I am drinking. I had a PBR earlier um, because I was inspired by Tim. I don't mean to steal your thunder, Tim. Um, yeah, but actually, I've been drinking a lot of Sapporo lately. I went to this. That's re- good stuff, man. Yeah, I went to this good Japanese S- restaurant and had some, and I just decided to buy some for myself. So super, in super bubbly. Yeah. It's- is your Sapporo in San Francisco from Japan or from Canada? Uh, let me look. It's Baltimore. We get it from Canada. It's not Japanese. Brewed and canned by Sapporo Brewing Company, La Crosse, Wisconsin. What? For Sapporo, <laughs> USA, New York, New York. Okay. So, so uh, San Francisco uh, Sapporo comes from Wisconsin. <laughs> it's probably just done it like the San Francisco Japanese Sapporo comes from Wisconsin. Yeah. They probably just do it at the Miller factory and you yeah. know, That's where they make it. PBR. PBR is from Miller. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, it's PBR in Milwaukee, workers it's make Miller. it in the Miller brewery. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah. Mm. My my great uncle was a, a very big PBR drinker. So Is he a hipster? Is your uncle a hipster? We had a lot of tattoos, <laughs> but it was in the, um, the Airborne. So when he died, we started drinking PBR. We were like, let's try this for Uncle Harry. And this was back when it was really cheap. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, this is good. And then a couple months later, we noticed that cool kids drank it. So we put it away for Damn a while. But, you know, you drink that much of something, you get tired of it. I'm like, yeah. this is how much for a 30-pack? If, if, if hipsters really want to go wild, they should start drinking Schlitz or Strohs. They do it in my, in my city. They drink that and um, Schaefer. Oh, yeah. Schaefer mm. tastes good, but if you walk past the can, you've got a headache the next yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Strohs. I have a friend who would drink Strohs, and it, oh man, it's so nasty. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah, I'm I'm a drinking a Sapporo, uh, writing with my Blackwing 602, uh, in the second to last page of my ambition notebook. So I'm hoping to way past staple day. I know. I'm hoping to start up. Um, well, there's two new note, pocket notebooks I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, so it's going to be one of those. I don't know which yet. So how about you, Tim? What are you drinking and writing with? Well, uh, it's sort of a complicated question. Oh, of course. But, Usually um, <laughs> I'm actually drinking cookies and milk, hmm. which is milk that I have just been soaking cookies in for the last like four or five hours. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a little bit like oatmeal right now. Yeah, it just kind of like disintegrates. It's like Irish oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. A little thicker. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm writing with a goose quill that I actually sharpened with my teeth and dipped in the blood of the last unicorn, which mm. died in my backyard yesterday. Okay. Did you shoot yeah. it or did it just like no, just, it just dive all day today? <laughs> it just dropped dead. Get out of my yard, like, unicorn. It was like a yeah, it was like a cartoon, just kinda went stiff and fell over sideways. So. <laughs> well it yeah. saw that you were writing in your in your rare field notes and it just died. Yeah. Is yeah. it uh my, my yellow two rivers and it was just like <laughs> it's it's horn just fell off so, so what died. color is yeah. what color is unicorn blood <laughs> it's a good it doesn't question have a color no it's uh it depends okay uh, it's different to different people right initially <laughs> how pure is your heart depends <laughs> on how you feel about the fact that it's dead um <laughs> yeah which is uh so i mean i was sort of conflicted of course i was like am i crazy does this thing exist but hey uh, free unicorn meat but <laughs> exactly, there's nothing like unicorn bacon to have in the morning. Um, uh, so it was purple. Yeah, it's blue yeah. when I see it. What does that mean? It means you're sad, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm double bummed. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Johnny. Um, so I am actually. <laughs> Drinking, as we alluded to earlier, a PBR, uh, PBR Tallboy, and I have to uh, give a, a shout out on the the Facebook page to Corey Roth, who, who posted on my picture of my setup for tonight's episode, and he he said PBR Tallboys, you're definitely ready for opening day. Yeah, so, which is exactly right, which is why I'm why I am. I forgot to post this. my setup. I'll do that after the show. Yeah, uh, and I am writing with a vintage laddie, hmm. which I am now flush with. So, which <laughs> I'll get to later. So, Johnny, how about you? What are you writing with? Well, I'm looking at the app or the doc. Sorry, the doc says I am drinking an upside down cake, which is comprised of four ounces of rum, two cups of sugar. Not sure which kind of sugar. One can of ginger ale and one scoop of butter pecan ice cream, mm. which is supposed to be a joke, but it actually sounds delicious. 
<laughs> I would totally try this. It might make me sick, but I'll try it. Yeah, two cups of sugar and one drink. Yeah. <laughs> I have good. a sweet tooth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you have a mouthful of them because that's going to be like. That's going to be the mother of all headaches. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Johnny? He's dead. <laughs> Di- uh, diabetes. Yeah. As for yes. writing, I mean, whatever, dude. We're all going to die anyway. So. <laughs> it actually says that on the page. <laughs> my my philosophy degree talking. <laughs> well, I'm I'm drinking the last of the Jameson from St. Patrick's Day, although I really bought it in March, which just shows how little I actually drink lately. Which makes me sad, but also glad. I don't know why. And Johnny, I'm he was writing... really great until he stopped drinking. Yeah. Man, Johnny got boring. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking really quickly. <laughs> I'm writing with a really cool pencil I'll talk about later called the Bic Extra Fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's extra fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So instead of doing the pencil of the week this week, since it's our one-year anniversary, we're going to reflect a little bit on one year of pencil blogging, which is something that only the three of us in the whole history of humanity could do. (laughs) Pencil podcasting, you mean? What did I say? Blogging. Can we record that? (laughs) (laughs) Man, um, leave it. Leave yeah, it, I'm gonna leave, leave this in, but I'm gonna <laughs> edit that a little bit. Sugar, two cups of sugar. <laughs> two cups of sugar. <laughs> okay, pencil podcasting. Okay, so one year into pencil podcasting, something of which only the three of us can reflect on. Um, what do you guys think and feel about pencil podcasting? One year in. <laughs> I feel very good about it. I'm I I'm really surprised that it, people listened to a pencil podcast. The um, are are sort of like like I don't want to get all like metrics and like advertising y on you, but like the amount of audience that we acquired really quickly. Well, first of all, it's probably entirely due to the pen addict. Uh, thanks brad yeah thanks brad and mike um but it's it's amazing to me how quickly we built an audience and just kind of kept that and even even more so and and you guys probably agree with this like like more so than the podcast like the community that we've just built on facebook is insane i mean in an amazingly good way yeah 500 so many are active yeah so like i just tell people hey we have you know, we have this many listeners. We have 500 people in our Facebook group, and there's like cool original content every single day, like multiple times a day. Is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to me because I feel like I've learned a lot of new skills, like audio editing, and and that's definitely I am not a skilled audio editor, as anybody who's ever listened to the show knows. Um, <laughs> I think you do a good job. <laughs> well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then also like just all the things we've done like the Teespring campaign we've done and sticker runs and yeah those things went crazy yeah e-commerce sites which we'll talk about later um, yeah so it's it's been a really interesting experience and I've definitely done things that I wouldn't have just normally done running my pencil blog yeah true that it's been it's been just it's just been a kind of overwhelming how well it's gone and yeah. how supported feel in doing it because when we first got this thing going it was just kind of like a you know just natural like we all really want this to happen and wish there was this podcast 
So yeah. like, we wish this was a thing, and so let's just do it. Let's, let's just make it a thing. Uh, and it just went so well. And we have uh, a, a, a community that's stronger than I ever would have imagined us kind yeah. of stumbling into. And so uh, we obviously couldn't have done this, with, like you said, without the, the pen addict being so kind as to promote it in the first place. But more, I think even more so than them. I mean, they were great. Uh, getting us some exposure, but the group has been so supportive. Yeah. It's just been kind of unbelievable. I mean, it's still, it's a year later, and I actually have had a few conversations in the last couple of days with people uh, about spring break. We're like, well, what are you doing over spring break? And I say, well, I've got a recording session for a podcast I'm doing. And they're like, you do a podcast? And then I go through this whole thing, and hmm. still by the end of it, they look at me like, huh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, definitely actually, my, it's definitely my quirk, yeah. like, you know, my icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, talking to someone about it recently, and they're like, "What do you have? Two or three listeners?" It's like, "No, we have like three or four thousand Yeah, when I like, when no I, way. <laughs> or when I tell people that the episodes are an hour long, they're like, "An hour long?" Like, I was <laughs> expecting you to say like fifteen minutes. Just about pencils. And which the argument I make with anybody is like, if you're passionate about something and interested about something, uh, you, if you get into anything enough, you're going to be able to talk about it. I mean, that's the point. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no. Nothing that you're really into should be able to be talked about in 15 minutes at a sitting, like, yeah. which I think just says a lot about, and this is the next thing I want to say, is just how thankful I am for you two. Like, we've never met in person, uh, but this I don't think this would have nearly gone as well if we didn't have a group that felt so comfortable and able to just talk for an hour and a half about this stuff and not feel any sort of reserve about that and enjoy it and want it to go for three hours, you know, yeah. and have to hold ourselves back. So yeah. I want to thank you guys. Cause this has been uh, a lot of fun. I, I can't imagine it not, uh, not having it around. So yeah. yeah, I think when it's done, I'm done pencil blogging too. It's oh, never happened to our podcast. That's it. Oh man. This is my favorite thing. I can't be held responsible for that for the end of no, the I don't, revolution. Yeah, I don't really write that much on my blog anymore. This it's, is it's more fun. It's true. My wood clinch has definitely suffered because of Erasable, but at the same time, I don't feel like it's really suffered because, you know, we've been doing such cool stuff here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah, kind of like... Writing Arsenal, I never got off the ground anyway, so it was like, whatever. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I posted like 15 times. <laughs> hey, you have... You've been way more active lately than I have. Like in the last four days. But. <laughs> hey, man, you're lighting the fire under the butts. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 If we have another year that's half as good as this one, then there will be a third year. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. Speaking only for myself. Yeah. <laughs> By that point, but. we will have literally talked about everything to do with pencils and we'll run out of things. No. New stuff keeps <laughs> we'll, coming we'll out. We'll start talking about pencils. eyebrow pencils. Yeah, there's a new pencil store. Bix coming out with weird stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk stuff. about that Bix stuff because oh, yeah. that's amazing to me. I showed Katie. She's like, "What?" But anyhow, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about fresh points? Amen. Let's do it. All right. Um, I think the biggest the biggest fresh point that we uh, that we all have is something that we announced in the group. Um, but we're we actually had an opportunity to talk about the podcast now, and that is stickers. Yay! Um, we have we decided, unlike last time when we did stickers, and we ran out. Uh, we ordered two hundred of them, and we sold through them in what was it? Was it twenty four hours, or was it like thirty six hours? 
I thought it was less than that. Yeah, it was really quick. Like we we didn't even get a chance to like sell them on the podcast. Just the group members. Just yeah, everybody in Europe bought them. Yeah. Uh, this time around, uh, we decided to do a pre-order. Um, so we're gather- we're gathering orders, and then I'm going to place an order with Sticker Mule, um, and have these things made, uh, and then in quantities that we'll, we can actually keep a little bit in stock after. Uh, we have two really amazing ones. Um, because we decided to do stickers last time that we were not going to replicate again, uh, this time around uh, we changed it up a little bit. It is, instead of a circle, it is in kind of a soft hex, kind of a semi-hex, if you will. Um, and it's in a blue, like a dark blue. And we changed up some of the pencils. So it looks like a Blackwing Pearl instead of the Blackwing MMX. Um, there is a... I think we had a blue um, a blue Palomino before, and now we have a orange Palomino. And then just the old standard um, Field Notes pencil and Ticonderoga, which, which of course none of these are actually branded with those. They're just um, they're based on the pencil vector pack that my friend Tony Hedrick made. Um, so we have those. Uh, we're selling those $2. They're a, it's a 2.5-inch final sticker. It's about the same size as the last one. Um, two dollars each, or a three pack for five dollars. Um, and we also have—I don't remember—did we talk about this sticker that TJ made last time, or this design? I, think I don't we, think we did. I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh wait, it, yes, yes, we we mentioned it. We okay, did. cool. But it's worth mentioning again. Heck though. yeah, yeah. So TJ Cosgrove, a new friend of the show, and I'm hoping to have him on really soon. Oh we, yeah. If we can coordinate uh, with his his UK time zone, stupid Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> no, um, if we can coordinate with him, uh, we have he has he has made a uh, kind of a banner for Erasable off of the Eberhard Faber Blackwing boxes from like the mid century, the blue and and yellow striped ones. Um, it's really really cool, um, and we turned it into a bumper sticker. So it's going to be um, two and a half boom. In- boom two and a half inches <laughs> tall and eight inches wide. Uh, Looks which is really good. Yeah, it came out. Interrupt you. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> completely right. Um, I, we obviously haven't printed them yet, but in the size that it is, I think it'll look really good, like either on a car bumper or on a computer, or it's probably a little big to wrap around like a pencil box or something. I'm going to put mine on my base case. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's not, I, was, I was thinking the same thing. Guitar case. Yeah, I've got on some the on there that are almost 20 years old. <laughs> uh <laughs> dating myself <laughs> what does your wife have to say about we're that? sticking up <laughs> you're talking to me no i johnny said he's dating dating himself <laughs> nice she's happy about it she gets more free time <laughs> anyhow i don't know where, what, what happened to the show <laughs> luckily nobody's listening just got weird man i'm dating myself right now because i just need some time <laughs> just some me time <laughs> uh, uh, it, this is yeah so this is going to be eight eight inches wide by two and a half inches high um and it's about the size of an actual pencil box ish and yeah uh five dollars for each because it's a nice big guy um or twelve dollars for a three pack save save a few bucks three bucks um yeah so and a little bit of that money will go back to tj so you will be supporting awesome independent filmmakers if you yeah. purchase so yeah, uh, that is at erasable.us slash shop. Um, I think that I'll, I think that we'll probably take orders for another like three, four, five days or so, and then make a purchase. So um, yeah, that'll be awesome. I can't wait. And Johnny, you said you'll help with uh, distribution, right? 
Absolutely. Awesome. I lived like a block from the post office. Very cool. <laughs> so yeah, the stickers. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about um, is really just kind of a shameless plug that I uh, am kind of excited about uh, on my other podcast, which of course I don't like as much as you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a very good podcast. Yeah, it, it, it's. It is. Yeah. Our, our most recent episode, we talked about gifts. I don't know if any of you guys heard that. I didn't get the list of that one yet. It's yeah, yeah not yet. I'm saving that for some good <laughs> listening time. It's uh, if you just want to hear me just rant about like stupid gifts for 84 minutes, then it's perfect. It's it, it was it I was do. something I've been wanting to do for a long time uh, to talk about that, and it just seemed like a good opportunity. But the episode before episode five, um, we talked uh, to Aaron Draplin from Field Notes and from Draplin Design Company, which I can't even imagine it was like it blows my mind still thinking about it it was so much fun uh will will was talking with helping him um kind of crowdsource a uh poster of louisiana that draplin made and while he was talking to him he asked if i mean to be on our podcast he was like sure i was like what (laughs) so will has a pretty good hustle and we um it just so happened it just so worked out that we talked to him the day before uh the new field notes uh, two rivers released so we actually got a little bit of an insight t- about 24 hours before the announcement was made which just blew my mind i just wanted i just wanted to rub it in the, just everybody in field nuts faces like so yeah i didn't uh i did not i did not do that um but yeah that was that was a lot of that was a big that was a fun interview it was a really good episode yeah i really enjoyed, I enjoyed listening that to a that. lot awesome he was he's just a uh which we had talked about this offline, but he's such an inspiring person because he just definitely knows who he is. Oh, yeah. He has a really strong sense of self and really convicted. And just the parts where he's talking about doing work for his friends and just yeah. saying, like, I'm just going to do that for him. I mean, why would I charge? I mean, just he just seems like somebody who is unfiltered in the very, very best way that, like, makes you a better person, not just makes you an a-hole. You know? he, he's, yeah. Some people are unfiltered, but it just makes them sound like... <laughs> Yeah, like you, just kind of pompous. Yeah, it's <laughs> just what I feel, you know. But like with him, it's like he is that way. He's unfiltered. He's saying his mind, but it, for yeah. him, it, it makes him better. So yeah. I really, really, really appreciated that. And and especially in a world where, um, you know, there's a lot of designers and advertising companies and every, everything where people are just like, just very fake and kind of too they talk out of both sides of their mouth. Like Aaron Draplin is a super, super, super authentic, like just fresh guy. Like he's mm-hmm. so much fun to talk to. Um, uh, yeah. So if, if, and when, um, Mr. Draplin ever has bullet pencils, mm. oh, I think man. he should come and talk to us. So oh, now that we have that connection. <laughs> so yeah. Um, we talked to him. I'll, I'll have a link in show notes here, which is, erasable.us slash 26 mm-hmm. um show notes i'll have a link to that dot grid episode um uh which leads into the next topic uh field notes two rivers if you guys oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is this it's really cool it's just unlike just even remotely like anything they've done before they even smell better yeah they yeah they smell like old like print shops yeah. Yeah. This is my first. Well, I, I subscribed on Ambition, so I got a set of Ambition for my first one. So this is my first, just kind of waiting to see what shows up. Yeah. 
one of my uh, subscription, and I was I was pretty happy. I mean, I feel like just to be honest, I I love everything about the mission of it, what it's doing, um, but they're not my favorite. But I still just that's totally eclipsed by the fact that they're doing something really cool for this like old analog style of of printing, which yeah. I really really appreciate, like way more. And I and I I do love it. But yeah. I feel like I'm putting my foot in my mouth right now, but I, I think they're great. Yeah. But I wasn't like totally smitten with the look of them, just yeah. like in a pure aesthetic. But the mission of them, I think, is A+. Plus. Like yeah. really awesome. And I will, I do like, I mean, I'll use them and I love the variety and I love that there's not one that's the same as another. Yeah. So it, it was yeah, well I'm going to make enemies and say that I like that this is another anti-collector edition. <laughs> Especially following on, following on some of Aaron's comments in the Dot Grid podcast. Or like just use them. They're they're notebooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um send your hate mail to me. So <laughs> so I'll briefly describe the edition um for people who have not seen it, and I'm willing to bet that all of our listeners have, but just in case. Um so uh they uh they where should I start? There's a company in Wisconsin, in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, called the Hamilton Type Wood Type Museum. And it's kind of a it's preserving analog print. Um, letterpress specifically like woodblock letterpress um, and they it's a nonprofit. they need some financial help and field notes and French paper company teamed up and said hey uh, we will um, if we can make these here um, these these letterpress notebooks we will donate proceeds from every sale of notebooks to uh, the Hamilton type companies or type mm-hmm. museums so um, they are, there's three different, or maybe there's four different paper options. There's a white, a craft brown, a bl- a yellow, and what's the other color? Uh, blue. Blue. Blue, yeah. Uh, snow cone. Snow cone. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. So there's, there, there's those colors of paper, which French Paper Company donated. Um, and then there are two different applications of ink. Each one can be four different colors. So there's somebody calculated there's something like 4,500 different variations that it could be. Uh, and then on top of that, they, you know, there's different rotations of the, of the actual press. Like it's not always right side up. Um, and it just kind of ends up looking like some cool kind of chaotic, um, just like, I think it's called a make good. Is that what you call it? Um, where if you're just running a paper through a letter press to just try it out to make sure it's working right. Uh, whoa somebody johnny are you okay that was me <laughs> johnny dropped I almost i almost dropped my microphone <laughs> so <laughs> it dropped the mic so tim's right is, yeah it, def- it definitely doesn't have the same aesthetic as other field notes which is a little bit more like clean and minimalist mm-hmm. um this one is definitely messy and crazy um so yeah but it, it's it's really cool it's I a really neat the, concept um, i'm sorry i interrupted no you. go on i'm i missed sorry. the um Suggested uses in this one. Yeah, 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 I did too. They had a thing about French paper companies and the the whole project instead of suggested uses. So maybe I mean, we'll just have to. They're make interesting. Our own. Yeah, yeah. Suggested uses. Bragging about how many yellow ones you got. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like maybe the yellow, the lemon drops, as they call them in the field notes group. It seems like maybe they're a little bit more rare. Uh, yeah. So like, I ordered two packs. Whatever, dude. No, I got three packs, <laughs> and I I don't have any of them. Uh, and then Johnny got. You got three, right? Well, in my subscription, I got two, and then my daughter got a pack, and she got a, another yellow one. 
And you're using them as toilet paper? Is that right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of them I use toilet paper. <laughs> I, I have a cold, so one of them I've used to collect boogers. <laughs> I'm keeping them as a museum. It's my spring 2015 <laughs> seasonal change booger scrap. <laughs> I think I just crossed Turn, a line. Uh, Johnny. Turn the page, sneeze. Turn the page, we've sneeze. We've gone on to booger jokes. This is what we've become after a year. Yeah. yeah. Once I hit staple day, it's on to the neti pot. And then... <laughs> Just it just proves how durable those notebooks are. <laughs> oh gosh! So uh, yeah, they're they're definitely yeah really interesting. There, there's somebody in the group who posted a variation that was really neat, where it just so happened that it, this one had the same the same letterpress in the same direction, um, like the same wood block in the same direction. Oh yeah, just that slightly was offset, so it looked like shadowing. That was really cool. Yeah, that would be really neat. Yeah. And uh, so, and I, I know somebody, and I just can't remember the name. Somebody in the Field Nuts group said that his he has like a small reseller of Field Nuts on his, and his like on his online shop, and he said that he got a yellow in every single one of them. So, oh, that was a Zeller, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, if you remember the Field Nuts group, check out that post and find out if you really want to let him drop. Well, I I just or I sort Johnny. of I made a little chart, and I figured that. Um, Field notes wouldn't be mean and put two of the same cover stocks in the same pack, which turns out not to be true. <laughs> and then I figured, you know, to a subscriber, they wouldn't send you the same three pack. So by picking four cover cover stocks, you would definitely get one of each four with every two pack yeah. if those conditions existed. But those conditions did not exist. I think I think it was truly random. Like a lot of people were trying to find a pattern in the distribution of these, but I, I think it was just truly random. It was like an under the table middle finger that was enjoyable, even <laughs> if they didn't mean it. Like, yeah, a completist. Yeah, yeah. You literally cannot be a completist unless you just buy out the entire run. There are probably three people that are really trying to collect them all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if I offend you, but that's wow. Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> so I guess you can try to like you know get one of every paper stock and get one of every like wood block. And one of every ink color, something like that. But yeah, when mine came, I didn't get a white, and I had two yellows. So Gary and I were talking, and Gary and I did a trade before I knew yellow was rare. Very cool. Should have tried to bribe him for some cool pencils, but <laughs> we we sent each other cool pencils too, anyway. Yeah, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about. Um, so I've posted some pictures to Instagram lately that I'm had a lot of fun with. Um, I've talked about it before, but at Facebook they have a place called the Analog Research Lab. And essentially, it's just like a little part where there's we have some like screen printers and some letterpress, um, some letterpress machines, and we make posters and they do uh, wayfinding signs. Um, like they serve an actual purpose in the company. <laughs> no, they're not just like, you know, just a fun place where you can go. But they have classes in screen printing and letterpress. So uh, since our last recording, I was able to uh, use both of these, and it was really fun. Um, I actually got to use a. Uh, it's called a proof press. So, like in a in a book or a newspaper, you would use a smaller press um, with your kind of like typeset in order to make to print to make sure that everything was set correctly. You could make any edits if you needed to before you send it off to the like big automated presses. Um, so yeah, we have a proof press at the Analog Research Lab, um, and we got to make a letter press. So we were all kind of assembling ours, and uh, so I decided to make one for erasable. So the two of you, I have. Uh, event, I have some stuff I need to send you in the mail. Um, I'm going to send you a, a letterpress uh, erasable uh, just piece of paper. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, uh, 
it was fun it was it's amazing how just sort of like mind-blowingly analog it really is because they have some like <laughs> old woodblock type and for example the a on one of my erasable letters wasn't showing up very well and uh Nick, the guy who was kind of leading the class, was like, oh, that's because it's probably worn down a little bit, so we just have to kind of bring it up a little bit. So he uh, tears off a piece of paper, and he puts it between, uh, like, the tray and the type, so it sits up a little higher, and then it was fine. And it just, it's like fixing a wobbly table with a sugar packet or something like that. It's, it's like, so analog that I just, you just don't even think about needing to do that, but it works. It was a lot of fun. Um the last thing I'm going to mention uh, before we move on to Tim and his fresh points, um, I have been getting into index cards lately. Um, I am trying out a new kind of organizational system where I, it's, I'm probably overcomplicating it, but I'm taking my kind of online uh, things, which is an app, I, like a to-do list app I use, um, and then an index card for every day at work, and I just kind of write down the things I need to do that day. And I had some kind of crappy index cards um, I bought some also crappy index cards. Uh, there's It's hard to find good index cards out there. So I finally found a, something at the Mido store, um, some Japanese company I can't remember the name of because they don't have them in front of me. Um, they're actually really good. They um, they have like a soft like gray lining uh, graph on it, and it has, it has <laughs> one hole punch kind of in the middle of it on one side. Um, so, yeah, it's really nice. I, I was going to get the dot... Uh, the dot dash note uh, index cards from Notco. Um, they're really nice, but I just kind of ran across this, so I bought these. So yeah, these are pretty nice. Um, I talked to the group about what their favorite index cards are, and there's some neat ones out there. There's an Exacompta index card that costs, I want to say it's like $25 for 50 of them, which seems a little much. What? I know, for, <laughs> for an index card. I'll, I'll have to check and make sure. I think Toffer was showing it to me yeah they they look really cool and i'm sure they're amazing quality but like yeah i, I go through one of these a day um, isn't he a, a fan of the, the bristol is that the one that he uses i feel like he's recommended one yeah before because he uses them a lot yeah yeah he has those he has some dot dash ones which are, are really nice cards i've gotten things written on the dot dash cards and they're great i like them a lot um i just didn't happen to buy them i think i'm gonna pick up a pack eventually though um there's some you can get them in blue and and orange like with an orange um like like the line on it oh that's um, cool yeah and they're called dot dash because they're uh at the intersection of where the graphs meet it's a dot and then there's space and then there's a dash like horizontal and vertical so it has kind of a cool uh, a cool pattern to it so yeah, so uh, I would be interested in hearing uh, from any of you if you have any recommendations of in- index cards because I just don't know much about them. I have not, um, I have not used them very much. Um, yeah, I use them. I use them every day at school, and I just have the cheap ones. Like, uh, I think they're even like up and up brand, Target brand. But I use them with my students all the time. Yeah, I like pass them out at the door, and then I use them just for lists and things like that. Yeah, how but, thick are they? They're actually, um, so there's, I, I'm trying to remember what the other cheapo brand is, but there's one cheapo brand that I really don't like with pencils, but the up and up ones I actually do. Yeah. Uh, I do like, uh, but they're, if I had to guess, um, let's, let's see, 
like Facebook or, even, or not Facebook, Field Notes paper inside yeah. is what fifty pound. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say there's seventy. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I, I think I like like an eighty or or so pound um, mm-hmm. in them. But yeah, I'll, I'll pick some at Target. That sounds good. Yeah. So uh, my last fresh point, and uh, that, I thought that was my last, but apparently I have more. <laughs> um, I went into San Francisco today, and I went to this really cool comic shop called Two Cats Comics um, with my friend Jake. Um, and this is a cool comic shop where one of my podcasting heroes, Merlin Man, goes a lot. He talks about it a lot. And I picked up this really cool thing. Um, they had a little shelf where they had pocket size, field, exactly field note size notebooks uh, made out of comic book cover. Um, oh, they're actually made out of comic book cover. Yeah, I think what they... Oh, like, that's really I'm not, cool. I'm not 100% sure of this, but I think that because that's pretty thin, they attach it to like a cardboard substrate um, somehow, and then um, then put it with some graph paper and cut it. So this thing is exactly the size of a Field Notes. And that's they, pretty awesome. Yeah. They had some there, like they had one for Saga, which is one of the new... Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Well, like one of the new uh, comics, like graphic novels... Uh, there it's a comic i'm sorry out there um but i picked up like an old vintage batman one um, nice. i got one uh with batman and and robin on the cover saying just like talking to each other and then there's, there's some like boosh and blam kind of big sound effects on there too on the back it has like these geese and they're going whack 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 oh no they're penguins oh never mind obviously <laughs> <laughs> For, for the penguins, it um, seems so obvious. Yeah. So I'll I'll post a picture of this to the group. But yeah, they're super cool. I'm I'm considering using this as my next field notes, but I'm not sure yet. So yeah, that that's my that's my cool last uh, point. Tim, how about you? What are nice. your fresh points today? The first one I was going to mention was a Kickstarter that I backed kind of last second. It was I think literally. I mean, it was within 30 minutes of it ending or something. Oh, wow. But the 80 pages Kickstarter, did you see this? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it was really simple, and it was a really low buy-in. I think it was 8 bucks or something like that. Uh, and it's a group, New York City, it kind of has like a, as far as the the what they're trying to do, it's kind of a barren fig sort of feel to it, and yeah. that it's like, you know, just like, super hip kind of designer type people putting together a notebook that is supposed to be, you know, best possible notebook. And it's, and I got mine not too long ago. Yeah. So I backed it and it was a single, single notebook, single like pocket size notebook. And I am just, uh, comparing it. It is exactly field note size. Huh. Um, and it is, it's got like a forest green cover and like a yellow stitch along the binding. And I was just going to ask and see if, if like you all had looked into it. Did you, do you know anything about these? Um, I think I saw it, but it kind of, I feel like it started among like a, like a wave of them. Um, so yeah, I don't know much about it. What do you, what, why did you, yeah, I'm interested in why you backed it. Well, there's, there's not much to say. It was, I really backed it because it was cheap. I was just like, eh, whatever. It's yeah. cheap. I mean, the the idea was that it's 80 pages, so it's a little bit bigger than a Field Notes. Yeah. Because uh, I guess uh, a Field Notes comes out to 48 pages, so it's like almost twice the size. But it's not so big like one of the, like, say, the Moleskine, um, the Moleskine notebooks that are like a couple hundred pages, right? 
Uh, the Moleskin ones, are they? Are they that big? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I think the they're Kaya's the same size. Are, the Kaiyas are 64, and the regular ones are 192. Yeah. Okay. So, so. the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's somewhere in between. Yeah. It's a really good looking notebook. It's 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 a little. The problem with me is that I can't put it in my wallet because it's it'd be too fat to because I have that Cody Cody Williams wallet. Yeah. But um, it's a good looking notebook and I it's it just says eighty pages made in New York City on the back, letter pressed in, and then inside the fr- the Ooh. back cover it says zero one 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 three. So it's like the number notebook that you got of the first pressing. Oh, that's cool. So they're really simple, really nice. I'll definitely use it. I'm looking forward to it. But it's I mean. The one thing I did notice is that the I haven't tried it with anything other than pencil, but the paper's sort of rough, um, so it's got a lot of tooth to it. Which I, I, the only thing I had ever written with, in, with was a laddie, and it kind of disintegrated as I was writing. So, <laughs> so it's not is a it great toothier than like uh, scout books. I've never tried a scout book actually. So, um, but I mean it's. If this says anything, it's visibly toothy. Oh my! Like, like I'm just looking at the paper, and I can like see the texture to it. So it's is, pretty is heavy paper. Co- is that the company that had the um, the tiny little pencils printed that went with the notebooks? And I guess saw them on like Instagram. The shittiest. Oops. Uh, <laughs> 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 they are the crappiest pencils I've ever used. Yes, yeah. that they look cool. Yeah, they look great, but they're maybe awful. pencils are cute. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it came with a, it came with one pencil. So, oh. uh, but anyways, I was just checking it. They're really cool looking, kind of like Notre Dame colors, and I'll, I'll definitely use it at some point. But oh, it's not man, super pencil friendly. College. Can't get with that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, Go this, the second thing I was going to bring up was that pencils dot com for their I guess anniversary is doing a haiku contest. Did you see this? I did. No. Yeah, they're doing like pencil haikus. So you submit a pencil, a haiku that is pencil themed, and uh, you're in the running to win is some weird number, like fifty two anniversary t shirts or something like that. Which what? Wow. yeah, okay, I, I that's don't. a lot of t shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which and I don't think that I, I'm hoping they're not relying solely on haiku submissions, but. Um, I submitted one, so I think I'm going to get a T-shirt. <laughs> Man, like ten years ago, I wrote about a dozen haikus about the Murado pencil. Oh, the uh, when it was still made in America, mm-hmm. because I lived somewhere very boring, and I did that one time. Yeah, like seriously, I have like ten of them. I find them. <laughs> it's sort of like lined up really nicely when this happened because I haven't like written a haiku in forever, um, but didn't, I had just gotten into them. Didn't Baron Fig have a haiku project? They do, yeah. That that was really cool the, the Global yeah, Haiku yeah. Project, yeah. Is this still going yeah. on? I, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a branch of their website. It's like a oh, constant thing. cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually was pr- inspired to delete some games from my phone and just do that. So, like, I'll just pull my phone out if I'm, like, killing time somewhere, and I'll just pull that up and, like, do some haiku, like, group haiku things. Yeah. But I had gotten actually into haiku recently and, like, re you know, I've gotten reinterested in it or whatever because of I got a book of baseball haiku, which I think I told you guys about. Yeah. But what? Uh, That's pretty cool. like, yeah, which is an amazing book and like really smart book. It has a huge introduction about like why baseball and haiku fit together so well, which I could talk about for an hour, but I'm not going to talk about it right now for your sake. That's for but, your um, haiku podcast. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, so I wrote them a, 
a haiku that is a blend of baseball and pencils. Huh. Uh, and it goes like this. Fresh spiral scorebook, warm winds sweep cedar shavings, ump throws strike to mound. Huh. I like yeah. that. That for a while. Let that yeah. let that let that sink in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <laughs> that was my my uh, my haiku for like baseball wood. starting. I love pencils and you know spring training. <laughs> so so that's I think everybody should go and try to write one. Be I'd like to see more. So I'd like to read some pencil haikus. Um, this is a quick one. I was just going to mention that I I have officially been writing in my first Baron Fig confidant. And uh, it's the maker, the maker confidant, and it is an amazing notebook. Yeah. There's something so perfect about it, like that I'm just experiencing for the first time. About I, the, I've got the the perfect word for it, but I'll mention it later. Ah, mm-hmm. spoiler. <laughs> well, you can we can wait. We can wait. Just okay. we'll make yeah. people wait. It's <laughs> put okay. A, put a pin but in that. There's there's something <laughs> there's something really perfect about the size. The paper's amazing. I've used it with fountain pens and pencils, and I love it. And the size, the dimensions of it are really amazing for a just kind of everyday jot stuff down kind of notebook. So, what paper format uh, did you get again? I got blank. Okay. So, uh, and I think it's it's just wonderful. So I've loved everything about it so far. Uh, well, besides the one thing, if it did have a band to keep it shut, I would be thrilled. But it doesn't. It's not totally necessary. So, but I've really, really, really enjoyed it. So, um, thank you. Baron Fig for making that notebook. And the Maker is a really nice variation too, with like the darker, almost graphite, like on the side of like a graphite gray. Yeah. Cover. Yeah. Um, I was also going to mention that I, thanks to Johnny, came into a very large collection of vintage laddies <laughs> recently. <laughs> yeah. From Johnny the vintage laddie a, himself, Johnny. Gale. A very. <laughs> I'm the mini, ma- the middleman. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a very tempting email of a, like a a link on eBay of somebody selling a lot of 45 vintage laddies. And I kind of got into it thinking I'm definitely not going to win this. I was just like, surely someone's going to sweep in and pay more than I'm willing to. Cause I really wasn't willing to pay much. And I, I made the minimum bid and uh, sure enough, I won. So I got 45 vintage laddies and I spent with shipping. It was like 21, Dollars, and you could sell half of them and make that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a. Speaking of index cards, it came with a note, and it's it was interesting looking through the lot because they're all like different, like different printing and the line, like where the like words line up, and some have a silver print and some have a gold print. So like, oh wow, huh. I'd love to just. I wish I could know the history of how these all came together. Yeah, um, you just dig it up and write a post about it. Or even just a picture of all mm-hmm. the different variations and point them out. Dixon yeah. surprisingly answers emails. No, like yeah, with detail, local look stuff up for you. That's cool. So the person who sent it to me sent a note on a super old index card. Oh. Um, inside the note, which is nice to order something on eBay and get like a personal note from somebody. Yeah. It said, "God bless you, your family, friends, health, work, our military, <laughs> Israel, and USA." Enclosed, please find your quote huge lot of forty-five vintage uh, Dixon Laddie three hundred four lead pencils. Thank you, S. Oh. And I was very excited about that note. There's a lot of things like, being blessed there. 
Yeah, there's a whole bunch of blessing going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was very excited about that. So I'm going to be sharing the love with those for sure. So you guys can expect to see some, uh, uh, see some some vintage laddies in your mailbox. Oh man! Uh, and so can I which, can I can I admit something to you? Please. I almost didn't send that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at them like, man, that is some. B i t c h i n g. Man, well, I <laughs> offered to I offered to split them with you. You should have taken me up. No, you're, you're a big fan. Well, but I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna work through that many of them. I mean, because because actually, I should now that I've I've got them and I've told you about how I have them. I should talk about them in particular. And so one thing that's really interesting is being like a laddie obsessive. Uh, they are probably <laughs> twice as hard as the new laddies. Interesting. Like tw- Yeah, like for sure. I mean. Do they have they a write, number two or HB or anything on them? It just says Dixon Laddie 304 School Slash Supply. Um, they write, I'm, you might even be able to hear it right now, but I'm writing with them side by side. And I mean, I'll, I'll have to send you a picture or something because it's, if I write with the same amount of pressure with the new Laddie and the old Laddie, the darkness of the new Laddie is twice, at least twice as dark. So um, is it they less write. Scary? The, the regular Laddie is a little. Messy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less smeary, but it's harder. I mean, it's almost like Laddie. I would argue, like, doesn't really seem like a true HB. It seems a little lighter, but or a little uh, softer. Uh, and the original Laddie almost feels like an F or something like that. Which you know, it holds a point forever, which is really awesome. So uh, I'll use them, but I'm not going to use 45 of them. Um, <laughs> You never know. They'd be good noveling pencils. They are. Well, actually, the thought I had when I was playing with them is, you know, we had that conversation a long time ago about, like, what would John Steinbeck be using uh, today? Like, yeah. we'll go a modern equivalent. And with his, he, there's that list of the pencils that he used. And I feel like this one would yeah, be right up his alley because it's round. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. So it's, like, very comfortable to hold. It's going to hold a point forever. I mean, it's. It holds a point forever. I mean, seriously. Dixon should yeah. uh, jump on that and be like, yeah. the, the the official future, alternative future pencil of John yeah. Steinbeck. <laughs> when yeah, they yeah. clone John Steinbeck, he yeah. will be cloned with a laddie in his hand. With a, with a vintage laddie in his hand that we don't make anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, didn't I read somewhere that he would give his kids the black wings when the, uh, the ferals touched his hand? Is that right? You told, you no. told me that. I don't know. If, if he had a no, no feral pencil, he could use more of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, he a, if he had a bullet pencil, he could just stick it in the bottom like a pencil roach clip. <laughs> <laughs> pencil roach clip. Oh That's God. perfect. I love that. Oh, um, man, that is perfect. I have so, to contact you for the 420 edition. So I, uh, I don't I've, I've really enjoyed using those. I've been using them this week, and it definitely is a good journaling pencil because it just holds a point really nicely and i can say with strong confidence that in the giveaway that we're going to be give, talking about in a little bit uh they will be involved in my uh part of the giveaway so which That's this segues crazy. into my last fresh point which is uh i got my hands on a classroom friendly large hole sharpener boom which is of course the perfect match for the laddie new or old yeah uh it's sort of changed like my pencil usage as soon as I got it because huh. I started using the tri rights all the time now and I use laddies more because I can get a really satisfying point on it. Um, 
because even some certain laddies will fit in the classroom friendly like I've talked about last time uh, but that that point is too long like sometimes it just cracks off because it's too long uh, but this long hole or large hole sharpener puts just a perfect point on it so I've been using it every day with the tri-right and the laddie so it's sort of brought me back into using uh, laddies all the time laddies 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 but uh, all about the laddies you are, um, you are the laddies man I am the laddies man <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, he got a good he got a good lot on eBay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So um but this the sharpener good. is awesome. So I would highly recommend it. It works so well with laddies and any Plus, jumbo pencil. And no bite marks. Did I say yeah, yeah, yeah. It has rubber teeth on it instead of the, the metal teeth. The, <sighs> Such a good idea. Yeah, so, it's it's really a great product. I love did it. Did you put a regular pencil in there yet? I have and I don't like it, but yeah, um, it's disappointing. But, which, well, I mean, it's because of the, the 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 larger hole. The best I can explain it is that if you use a regular pencil in it, the sharp the point you get is very similar to if you use like, um, just a basic small cheap wedge sharpener. Yeah. You know? Plus, when I put a regular one in there, I have trouble getting it to stay uh, centered, so it comes uh, out yeah, short I, and also kind of wonky. Like I can see. I don't even try. I mean, I have the other the other one right next to it, so I, I don't even. I try just for the just for s's and giggles, you know. Um, <laughs> sugar and giggles. Sugar, two cups of sugar and giggles. Two cups but, of uh, sugar. <laughs> Light brown um, sugar. Mm-hmm. It's clumpy. So, but this thing is awesome, and I noticed in Caroline Weaver's on her website, there's a picture of her setup, and I noticed one of these there. So she's already on top of it, which is yeah. Really awesome. So yeah, they're very I, photogenic. I, I love the, it. Uh, the black and white plastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So any any I, I know there, I've noticed in our group that I am well supported in my love of the laddies. So um, <laughs> you other laddie <laughs> <laughs> laddie lovers out there need to get one. Like you need to right now. Uh, it's it's perfect. They're a match made in heaven. So uh, that's all I got. Awesome. Johnny, what what are what are your fresh points today? Well, my first fresh point is I was at Target, and um, I don't know if folks follow the UB um, Instagram feed, but a couple of weeks or maybe even a month or two ago, they announced that they have triangular pencils. Yeah, I got and a bunch of. Yep, yeah, you do. I I think so. I haven't found them in the wild yet. Yeah. So every time I go to Target now, I'm running to try to find them, and I never find them. And a few other folks in our Facebook group have tried the regular UB pencils, and they're they're actually pretty nice pencils. I like them a lot. But um, well, they didn't have that. They had two new items at the Target that I went to, which were very interesting. One is the Ticonderoga Renew, which is no longer that crappy recycled tire monstrosity that doesn't write. It's a bare wood pencil made of recycled cedar. What did it used to be called? Was that was that the Enviro stick or was that something mm-hmm. else? Well, the Enviro stick was uh, not cedar, and they had a pencil called the uh, Renew that was like recycled, literally recycled tires. Yeah, it was disgusting. It looked like a turd. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Felt like you're trying to draw with plastic poop. <laughs> but right. um, they're like two seventy nine for a ten pack <laughs> in a box. It's like what? So. I left some for the next guy. I only bought one pack. <laughs> but what was even more interesting was a new pencil I never heard of. Um, 
I think some people have tried the BIC Criterion, which is a recycled plastic composite type thing, sort of like a um, like a Wopex, but it's bendy, like those things we'd get in the 80s here, and oh, yeah. you know, they don't write that well. They're all right. So I have a dozen that I bought from Israel a year or two ago, and they have like a beautiful ferrule, beautiful eraser. The print is beautiful, but they don't write that nicely. But I still use them because I really like them, and they're made in France. So on Caroline Williams' website, I noticed that she has some that look like that that came from the South American market. Uh, and we, they have – what did I say? Williams. Williams? Crap. <laughs> We're going to tell it's, her. It's 11 o'clock <laughs> Eastern time, folks. No, no, um, so I'm, when, I, when I mentioned losing sleep over going to the pencil store, that was one of the pencils I was thinking of. So it has a – plastic ferrule if that makes any sense but not like the world war ii era ferrules it's this kind of weird space looking thing on there hmm. so at target they had a pencil called the bic extra fun <laughs> that's not a typo no. <laughs> um so it's an 18 pack of pencils so far as i can tell there are eight colors so you get two of everything but two of them you get three of and um sort of like andy's favorite yikes pencils they've dyed the fake wood Huh. So, like, the one I have in my hand is sort of this yellow ochre, and the wood is green. And huh. they're, like, the the coolest yeah. pencils I've found in person recently. And they don't say extra fun on them, because I suspect that Bic is going to realize that this is a really stupid name for a pencil. <laughs> so, you know, they just say Bic, number two, HB, France. Huh. But they have the plastic ferrule that's sort of like um, an indigo blue and a white eraser. And, man, they're cool. So how do they write? Like, do they write like Yikes and they're kind of crappy? Or um, I think they write a little darker. Yeah, they're that's, that's they're not good. as dark as a Wopex, and they do bend a little bit. But you know, on a rough paper, they yeah. write pretty well. And I suspect that you know a lot of the really crappy paper you're probably going to encounter at school will probably yeah. write really nicely on. So that's um, that's really cool because I I know um there's a I think it's a Walmart Walmart house brand that has um a pack of dyed wood pencils that they. My mom just swore to me that they re-released Yikes, and I was like, "No, they didn't. No, they didn't." But they're and so they're they're not. They're some house brand thing, but they're kind of super crappy. So I'm <laughs> definitely interested in picking up these bics to see if they're yeah. They're, they're not crappy. The problem is that they're six twenty nine for yeah. an eighteen pack. Yeah, which I'm like six twenty nine for a dozen and a half pencils that are made in France. Score, yeah. but. I, I doubt your ex, your average person going to buy pencils for school is going to view yeah. that as a deal. Well, and so. and Bic is such a they're such a reliable brand. Like they they sell like stuff that's cheap, but like good quality cheap. Like Bic, Bic yeah. clicks are so great. I think we share a love of Bic clicks. Yeah, they have they get no respect Bic in the crystals. Yeah, pen blogger community. No yeah. offense, but yeah. um, <laughs> I like Bic stuff. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, lighters, pencils. <laughs> they're like they're pretty solidly reliable. Yeah, these I, pencils are really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, I need to pick oh. some up. I, uh, yeah, they're kind of one of those things you're like, I don't know how well this writes, but man, it's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to use the hell out of this pencil. And the, they're pretty well made. You know, the ferrules are on pretty straight. The eraser's pretty decent. Yeah. So, you know, the worst case scenario, nobody buys them and they wind up on the end cap for $2. At Staples and the next year. I, yeah, I buy all of them. <laughs> So, you know, Target's done some weird stuff with a lot of layoffs lately. And I know mm. one of our community members recently was no longer employed at Target, but they do sell some cool pencils. Hmm. I feel like of all of the, you know, big box type stores in the U.S., they probably do the best job. 
Yeah. Yeah, the last two years they did their own custom Ticonderoga pack, and um, they were selling those woodless uh, Statler pencils for a while. Hmm. I didn't oh, see them last time. Yeah. What were, they, what were they called? They were called the All the, X-Ray, and they were called Full HB. Yeah, Full HB. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty I think pretty we talked cool. about those one of our first episodes. Yeah, they're really neat looking. They yeah. write like crap, but they're cool. Yeah. So if you're near a Target, you know, you could spend almost nine, well, with tax, nine bucks and get two packs of cool pencils you might not already have. The Ticonderoga Renu is a really, really good pencil. It's one of their made in China, much better than the made in Mexico ones, and frankly, better than some of their last American runs. But uh, yeah, yeah, if you're a Target, go hit those up. And if you find the uh, the triangular UBs and you're in the Baltimore area, let me know which Target that was, please. <laughs> Speaking of Target, just today when I was in, I uh, went up to the city to meet some friends. Oh, we talked about that earlier. Um, I found a Target Express. Have you ever heard of this? I have no idea what that is. It's just a small Target with like essentials in it. It's like a cor- like a co- corner store Target. See, we're a t- we're a second tier shopping city in Baltimore, so we don't get stuff like that. Uh, well, this yeah, this was just on the street corner in the financial district. I, we didn't go in because I don't think it's open yet. Um, That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah, no, but I, I saw it and I, my wife is out of town, and I sent her a picture of it. I go, what? Because we're big tar- Target <laughs> fans at our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping they do another pack this summer or for the back to school. Yeah, they come out in like July. Yeah. What was that? Oh, that was a motorcycle on my end. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. So we were talking earlier about Tim having a re- new review out and another one in the queue. So he's sort of lit a fire under our butts. So <laughs> I've got two drafts coming Tim, stop up. being so good at your job. Mm, yeah. You know. I've been very lazy <laughs> on the revolution with drafts lately. I've even resorted to this, you know, Instagram stuff. Just put something up there. But um, I'm finishing up a review of Baron Figs. And they sent one of the uh, some of the makers out to Baltimore, and they're so pretty. So I f- I figured out what I like about them so much. They're cuddly. They're very tactile, and they're <laughs> is that what you were going to say, Tim? You know, no, no. <laughs> they're the cuddle notebook. Um, so you know, lately I have a. Uh, this is blowing my entire review post, but I have a Pandora station that's called pencils and flannel, in small letters. <laughs> it's sure largely. Yeah, it's stuff like um, Mumford and Sons and the Lumineers <laughs> and uh, Iron and Wine. And um, mm-hmm. I like to listen to that in the evening and write in my journal. And, you know, cuddle up on my graphite colored couch in my um, three legged juggler edition. I'm like, God, this is like the cuddliest notebook I've ever used. I feel, I feel you. I feel you. I can follow that. Is it, is it possible to share a Pandora station? Yeah, it's, would you, it's gotta be. Would you? I could share it to you by your um, whatever email address you use for your Pandora account. Can you generate like a public link? Uh, uh, I don't gosh. know. If if, if not, you figure out how to do that. Put that in show notes, and we'll we'll share it with with everybody. Yeah, and if not, email me at um, editor at pencilrevolution dot com, and I'll share it with you. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it, I had to take off some of the Sufjan Stevens because I really like Sufjan Stevens, but yeah. it was playing it every five minutes. Yeah, right. so his new album cool. is awesome. Maybe and you, you know, I know it's not cool to like Lumber and Sons, but they're awesome. Yeah, and yeah, my yeah. my kids really like them. Yeah. Hey, I, the kids are crazy. Put on Lumber and Sons. I haven't listened to the <laughs> new album yet, John, uh, yeah. Tim. But yeah, it's yeah, uh, it it's on really uh, NPR First Listen right now. It's really good. Cool. So it's he's kind of gone away from his electronica stuff. Kind of back to what he 
been doing before. Yeah. Super tangent, but listen to Sufjan's new album. But I didn't know he had a new album. Yeah, it's coming out soon. Yeah, we heard um, uh, Chicago over and over again on the way to Ikea before our son was born two years ago. So it's sort of like, hey, it's baby on the way. Good, good time music. Yeah. Nice. It's a good song. Plus, it's pretty cool that he wrote an album about Illinois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. He should write one about Indiana. Well, there was a joke that he was going to do one about all the states, and I think yeah. people for a while. Well, that was a joke. I thought he was actually going to try to do it. That would be awesome because the Maryland one would be like schizophrenic, It'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to make fun of people with mental illness, but um, oh, I did my next uh, fresh point. So I had to go to the art shop because I had a couple packages waiting to go to folks, but I needed some you know specific items from the art store that I had to put in there and, you know, East Coast winter. It took me a little while to get out to the art store. So I went to buy some general stuff and I sat in line for 10 minutes chatting with the guy because they don't put barcodes on anything. So I can't decide if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I guess I don't work at an art shop, so you know, he might not like it. But I was wondering what you guys thought about generals and their refusal to put a barcode on anything. I bet it's like not as much a refusal as a inability to. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's really weird yeah. is I bought a dozen of layouts once in a box, and they all had a barcode on them. But Did it's they... in a box. But those but are wraps, seen... right? No, it was printed. But it was printed near the business end, so you would sharpen it off pretty quickly. But um, I've never seen them with barcode in the store. So does the do the art store? Do they then put like a barcode sticker on the pencil? No, the my favorite art supply shop. They have for the the Kimberly, they have a code up. But for all the other ones, they just have to look it up. Uh, and they never seem mad about it. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's going to take a minute. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to get coffee after this. Yeah. No, I'm I'm uh, perfectly happy with, like, not having I, – like, I actually don't like when the barcodes are, are printed right on the pencil. Um, I understand why they do it. It makes a lot of sense. But I think it just kind of ruins the look. Like, um, oh, is it – who is it who has the big one the really um, big barcode yeah just takes up like half of the bottom <laughs> barrel is know. that is it helix is the, the oxford i'll have to look through my pencils i can't remember for, off the top yeah, of my I, head but yeah it just kind of ruins the the look for me i feel like statler does a pretty good job of blending them in yeah there's yeah statler's pretty good the regular information yeah faber castell sometimes yes sometimes no yeah yeah i'm just not a fan of the barcode when it's printed right on the barrel so i guess i prefer either somebody to put in like a sticker on it or like if i'm i guess if i'm buying it like in a dozen in a dozen that the, the barcode would be on the box but yeah and there's a there's an area of midtown in baltimore where the art college is and there are i think four four art supply stores so at at one they have a set of clerks that are so mad that there are no barcodes and everything. I'm like, but I've seen you here for four years, so I know you know there are no barcodes. <laughs> I don't know why Eric is so upset about this or surprised. And there's another one where like, man, they don't care. I'm like, hey, it'll be a second. I'll give you a coupon because it took me a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I'll you a coffee. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very weird. Then we had – this took 10 minutes. Then we had a 10-minute chat about barcodes and generals. And I was kind of like, what? And he had such an opinion about it. Hmm. I almost asked if he listened to our podcast, but then Henry started screaming and we had to leave. Happens. Henry being the baby. Yeah. 
<laughs> not the guy you're talking to at the store. Yeah, Henry heard the word coffee shop. He's like, yeah. He knows the coffee shop equals salted chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Sugar and salt all in one. Oh, man. There's a local brand here that sells a pack of salted chocolate chip cookies. And the chips aren't really chips. They just look like a, a double thick nickel full of <laughs> chocolate. And they, they're stacked in the really just a nickel. There's, there's our band name, Double Thick Nickel. Double Thick Nickel. Yeah, the whole time you're eating it, you're like, this isn't a chocolate chip cookie. This is just a hunk of chocolate with a little bit of dough for carrier. <laughs> Man, they, oh, God, they're delicious. <laughs> Explains my waistline. So, uh, so my, my, I only have one more fresh point, and that is to brag that I'm going to be in New York on Wednesday in the afternoon for a little while. Yes. So I get to go to Caroline Williams' pencil. Weaver. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, now it's almost 11.30. Now I get to go to the Caroline Weaver Pencil Store, and Dr. Hans Noodleman and I are going to have lunch, which is awesome. going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Cool. Heck, yeah. So if any of our other listeners are listening, I don't know. I don't think I have any free time. <laughs> but come to the, paral- the the pencil shop. Yeah. Like, meet and commiserate about awesome pencils. And then I have to meet my wife for dinner. How how long of a... Get to meet your wife for dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife's up there all week, and I'm with the kids, so <laughs> I get out of the house for a night. How long of a commute is it up to New York City from Baltimore? Um, on Amtrak, it's only two and a half hours. Pretty mm. quick. Mm-hmm. Just enough time to fall asleep and realize that Amtrak coffee is not very good. <laughs> but that it's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be a lot worse. At least it's fresh. It's fresh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I love Amtrak. Yeah, those are all of my fresh points. So... We have a mass of giveaways from very generous folks who have, pro- have pledged up some awesome stuff to give away. So shall we talk about that a little bit? Heck yeah. Let's do it. So we have from Pencils.com, you have a pack of Blackwing 602s. In, in the, the new, new packaging. B- oh, sorry, you were going to say that. Just, yeah. That's awesome. And a Blackwing Slate, which is, as we can probably all... Uh, a test really really nice book yeah mm-hmm. so that's yeah. prize number one prize number two we have a pencil lovers kit from gary including some vintage pencils new pencils pencil caps a three-in-one sharpener from generals and a koinor magic eraser that's really sweet yeah uh prize number three is a dozen pencils from me and a baron fig notebook Prize number four is a dozen packs, a dozen pencils from and from oh my god, Tim, and a Tim, Tim Weaver, Tim Weaver, <laughs> and uh, number five is a pack of from Andy and a, a Baron Fig notebook, and then we're gonna give away a deuce of classroom friendly pencil sharpeners. Awesome. And usually Troy does a thing where you can pick your color, which is super awesome. Mm-hmm. And he's got some really cool colors and. If you like pink, I have to vouch for the pink because my daughter has a pink one, and it's not glossy like the other ones. It's a matte finish, and it's really, really nice. Yeah. It's a good pink. It's good for this time of year. I think cherry blossoms. Heck yeah. So we haven't actually decided how to do this giveaway yet. Let's just, let's just make it up right here. So <laughs> Yeah. So uh, we, we usually do just some like straight-up commenting in the, in, like on the website. So if you go to erasable.us slash 26... Uh, what should they What should they say in the comment? I don't know. Spell anniversary. Maybe, maybe, you know what? You know what you should say in the comment is: Tell us your favorite episode of Erasable over the last year. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, and why? Um, so yeah, um, Erasable. It's going to be this one. 
uh, obviously <laughs> OBS. <laughs> um, erasable at us slash 26. Um, and then we'll give you until, uh, should we give them until next? Well, so two weeks from today, um, we're recording on the 29th. Um, well, we so, can announce the winners while we record on the uh, Monday, the whatever that is. Yeah, so we'll record next Monday, the thirteenth of How about April. like the Friday before. Yeah, so Friday the tenth. Friday the tenth. Friday the so good. Friday April tenth. Um, A lot of folks will be on spring break. Yeah, um, so plenty of Children's time to school. think of your favorite uh, episode of Erasable. Um, so yeah, we'll give you until then, and then we'll close comments and then pick seven random winners um and announce them on the air uh the next day or the that next episode. is awesome sounds great yeah. like, i want to win a couple of these yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know which one i want to win the most yeah well you're not eligible <laughs> you, that's what that's what you think <laughs> you're you're eligible for the johnny's pick <laughs> well plus a cuddle book it just so happens there might be johnny johnny diggler who lives in towson maryland <laughs> Johnny Diggler. Is he related <laughs> to Dirk Diggler? No. <laughs> he spells it with one G. Oh, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so people also pronounce it uh, Diggler. Johnny Diggler. That is incorrect. It's Diggler. <laughs> Maybe Charlotte will enter. She would. <laughs> <laughs> it's a teacher how to spell for, or type first. Yeah, she doesn't really like the 602, so I think she prefers the Pearl. I. It fills me with so much joy that your daughter has pencil opinions. She has very strong opinions. Like, I'm so glad she's not some rebel and she's like, I hate you, daddy. I only like fountain pens. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I'll get a dozen of pencils into the house. I'll take one and I'll offer her one before I put it in the archive. And sometimes she'll say, you know, oh, I really like that one. And I I won't say which one came in recently. She's like, nah, no, I don't like that. (laughs) Really? And then I wait until the next day. It comes in pink. No. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Can you start a blog for her, a pencil blog, Charlotte's pencil blog? She tries to type. She might do it. I think uh, I think Tumblr would be a good place for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very strong opinion. It's kind of alarming. I don't want to turn it to be some sort of fundamentalist. <laughs> a pencil fundamentalist. Yeah. Cedar or nothing. Basswood <laughs> <laughs> like infidels. The cedar way is the only way. <laughs> oh man, that got offensive real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we go on to our main topic? We just want to take a second before we get into our main topic to uh, make everybody aware, if you're not already aware of this, uh, of an issue in our community that our, our buddy Jay from Huckleberry Woodchuck and uh, co-creator of the Twist Bullet Pencil lost his home and shop in a fire. Uh, I, I guess it was about a week ago, a little over a week ago. And so there's been uh, some efforts led by his partner, John, uh, to raise some funds to support him. So we just wanted to tell you about this opportunity to support somebody in our community who's done a lot for us, who's uh, going through some really hard times right now. So uh, John has organized a giveaway. Uh, It's set up like a raffle. And the people offering things for this giveaway have been extremely generous. Uh, It's it's just a $5 buy-in through PayPal. And the the rewards are amazing. People have offered uh, erasers. Uh, uh, there's a few twist bullet pencils, or uh, sorry, one twist bullet pencil prototype that is being offered. 
uh, up for this, one of the original prototypes. There are also things from Dudek, Modern Goods, uh, and Keras Customs, as well as some erasable stickers and even uh, Cliff jo- uh, is it? I guess it would be Gillies is offering an, a northerly edition single of Field Notes. So people are really getting behind this and trying to support Jay in this really awful time. Uh, I can't even imagine what it must be like to have to go through that. Uh, but we, we, should tell everybody that everybody, everyone's okay, but uh, he has lost his home and his shop. We, we talk, I think feel like we talked about Huckleberry Woodchuck um, episode one or two even. So he's been, mm-hmm. yeah. he's, he's been around for a while. And yeah, he said one of sure. the things he lost was um, his journals about his daughter, yeah. which makes me super sad because I would hate to lose those. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if anybody wants to join the raffle to support Jay in this awful time, uh, you can send $5 over PayPal. Uh, as a, There's an option where you can choose friend or family. So it's not you're not paying for a service. Just choose friend or family, and you won't have to pay uh, a service fee. But send it to John, J-O-N, at uh, Gossam Racer, G-O-S-I-M-R-A-C-E-R.com. So that's J-O-N at G-O-S-I-M as in Michael, R-A-C-E-R dot com. So uh, the deadline uh, is just really soon. So it's uh, set for March 31st, but it may be extended a little bit to raise more for Jay. But please go and enter this raffle to support uh, our buddy Jay. And Jay, if you're listening, we, uh, we're thinking about you uh, and you're in our thoughts and prayers and hope you're, hope you're doing well and uh, hope this hope this eases eases the stress just a little bit so thanks john for for organizing this awesome Absolutely. awesome uh, fundraiser we're lucky enough to be joined tonight by caroline weaver of the cw pencil enterprise hello caroline hello we were hoping you could tell us a little bit about your store we'll dive into some hopefully not too nosy questions about the only real life pencil store in in the United States, I think, maybe the world. Is that true? Um, from my research, it's definitely the only one in the United States and possibly the world. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard of any wow. other ones. Wow. Yeah. We know. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's really strange. People ask me that every day, and I wish I had a real answer, but I just kind of say, well, yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> that's about all I can say. How did you get into pencils, Carolyn? Um, I, I've... That's, that's another question I get every day, and I wish I always wish I had a really poignant answer for that, but I <laughs> it all I really, went back to that one day <laughs> yeah I, I, I wish I had one of those, but um, I really think it has a lot to do with my mother she 's a designer and she 's a real pencil snob, and growing up in that <laughs> household i didn 't really have a choice but to love pencils and I think there was a, a trip she took to Italy and Gosh, the, it was in the 90s sometime. I don't remember when. I was really young, and she brought me back a set of Caran d'Ache colored pencils that came in this beautiful tin with wildflowers on the cover of it. And I remember really worshiping those pencils, and I still have them even. They're, they're really short now, and I use them rarely. But um, I think that was that, I, that was kind of my first real memory of loving a pencil. Yeah. Um, and I guess it just kind of went on from there. And now it's a, a really kind of scary obsession. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, you know the feeling. What kind of pencils did your, did your mom, was she mostly like a colored per- pencil person or did she, did she like, you know, soft graphite and charcoal pencils too? She was a designer, you said? Yeah. Well, she, she's the one who kind of 
kind of turned me on to the black ticonderogas when they when they were good when they used to be made in the u.s and um she we bought them they used to sell them at our at our walmart and we'd go there and just like buy their buy their entire stock and everybody (laughs) in the house used black ticonderogas for many years that's awesome i i really really love your tattoo (laughs) thank you if, uh, I think we talked about this when we first discovered your online sh- store, but if you go to your if you go to the cwpencils.com blog, there's a manifesto and there's a picture of I'm assuming that's your hand that's your left hand. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> with a with a pencil tattoo. Yeah, my, my mom actually drew that for me. I called her and asked her to sharpen a black ticonderoga three times and then draw it to scale. Um, <laughs> oh, and awesome. she did and that's the tattoo. <laughs> I actually for National Pencil Day tomorrow I had temporary tattoos made of pencils and sharpeners um, and I couldn't get them that long but they're about four inches long and so on a child it kind of fits on their forearm like it does on mine and it looks really cute that's I will put that on my toddler if you send me one. Oh, I, I will definitely send you some Johnny can you uh, buy us some when you go there if there are some I'll be... buy them all oh, I have I'm hundreds. so convinced that I can't go tomorrow <laughs> or today for people listening <laughs> I'll definitely make sure all of you get some. And anybody else who wants them, send me an email. I have hundreds of them. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Well, it's so the even just the idea of you having a pencil shop in real life is sort of like everyone in our group and our community's fantasy coming true, (laughs) which is sort (laughs) of like amazing. And we just wanted you to talk a little bit about what made you want to open an actual physical brick and mortar pencil shop. Yeah, well, it was it was always, of course, kind of the the ultimate dream, and it wasn't really something I thought would be possible. But then when I when I made my website and there was this enormous interest in the things I was selling, I was I was really initially really surprised. And it, I live in I live in New York City, and my apartment's not huge. And it got to the point where my apartment was just full of pencils, and <laughs> I was a little bit embarrassed to have people over because there were just <laughs> pencils everywhere, and all the closets were full of pencils. And so I sort of thought, well, this might be the time because I either have to get an office or I can get a store and Getting a store is a lot more fun, and it's just the thing about it too is that pencils are. I mean, most people are into pencils. You buy them online because you can't. That's the only place that you can really get that sort of selection. But yeah. mm-hmm. there's such a tactile thing. I think it, it makes a huge difference to be able to go into a store and feel it and sharpen it and test it and um, just kind of see them all. And it it's just something that I really wanted people to experience. So I. I really happy that I could make it happen and it's it's been really wonderful and I kind of just want to live in my pencil shop forever now it's sort of like <laughs> a when I think of like a fancy cheese store and you go into a fancy cheese store and you they, they'll like you know open a like cut into a $400 like wheel of parmesan and let you like try it before you buy it mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that like you, you get a, can sharpen up like a really fancy pencil and try it before you buy it I assume yeah. you have yeah. that for a while. Yeah. exactly yeah, I have a really great pencil testing station and it, it's a little desk with a chair and I keep a, um, a barren fig notebook on there too and in the drawers it has um, by brand every pencil that I sell sharpened and ready to go so wow. anybody who comes in can just sit there and and write with all of them before they decide what they want to buy. I just want to come and work in your store, like as a pilgrimage or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have um, oh people who like go to work on like an organic farm is just sort of a like they use it for meditation. I just want to work at a pencil store for. Yeah, well, you are always <laughs> welcome if you if yeah if you want to take a week off from normal life. <laughs> I I think I'm going to be in New York City in um, I'm hoping in middle April. So 
Johnny, I was going to tell you when that happens. Um, I will be there. When and if I can book that. So and and Tim too, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely be in touch with with everybody here if and when I can go to New York in April. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I'm thinking a lot about my trip up Wednesday, and um, you know how big of a bag I should bring, <laughs> and how I'm staying. If you in need a, to get a second mortgage in your house, in order to- yeah, I'm staying in Columbus Circle, and I'm like, am I gonna be able to get these things in the subway, or should I bring like a <laughs> cart? So I'm wondering, when people come to your store, do they, you know, buy stacks of pencils, or are they sort of like, you know, they buy two a day and they come back the next day, like kind of twitching, like I need two more, <laughs> or you know, um, that happens, but most for the most part, people come in and they. They are usually a little bit confused. A lot of like half of my customers are people who have known about this for a while and they've planned the trip and they've they've come specifically to come to the pencil shop and they spend some time. But a lot of the customers are people who walk by and they see my my little shop and they just really don't believe that it's actually a pencil shop. And they they come in and ask me if it's a pencil shop and I confirm that and then they um, usually want to try everything and end up buying like a dozen or so of just one of each of whatever pencils they like and they mm-hmm. they always want recommendations so I ask a lot of questions and then we kind of go from there but yeah most people just buy like little sampler packs and then they, they'll come back like a week later and be really obsessed with one pencil and want to <laughs> buy like four dozen of it but mm-hmm. um, I need them all yeah <laughs> or I have a I also have a lot of customers who come in and recognize a pencil that they saw when they were traveling or that they had when they were growing up and they get really excited and buy like a lifetime supply which is really great yeah that's awesome how um I've I've really been just at least on your online store really been loving your just your stocks your selection. You have you have like old Eberhard Faber Microtomics, um you have like old Mongols, you have untipped Mongols which is really cool. You have like Eagle pencils um and and plenty of uh, like new pencils too. How how do you how do you come across your selection? Like does it and I don't want to you know tell you to you know, get you to tell us the secret ingredient and like what you're doing, but like, do you just spend like your entire, just, just your whole life sourcing these things? Um, I spend a lot of time doing it, but it's funny now the, for the vintage pencils, especially they kind of come to me, which is really wonderful. I used to buy them all in like the huge, huge lots on eBay that nobody wants to buy because nobody really wants that many pencils. They just want one of each. And Uh so I'm the person who buys those. And then I, pick out the good ones and sell them but now did you, I, buy, I, did you buy that listing for a million pencils that was up a few months ago <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> definitely not but okay. uh, oh. if there'd been good there'd been good pencils in it maybe i would have just to say but, um now it's i get emails from um collectors all the time who will email me and they'll be like oh i have six extra dozen of this pencil do you want it and it's really great because then i, I don't really have to do the work they just kind of come to me um, you you have the, some that I've just never heard of, like the wh- I can't even say it. Wortley and Co. Uh, the Blue Jumbo. That's that's yeah, yeah. That's a Swiss pencil, and they I don't know anything about them either. I have one customer who used to be an online customer. Now he comes to the shop, and he he must have a collection of tens of thousands of pencils because wow. he he's very serious about collecting them. And he he and I talked about it the other day and he doesn't even know. I, I've been able to dig up no information on that brand, but it's a beautiful pencil and the, the box it comes in is really, really lovely also. I wish I knew more, but yeah. there's only so much on the internet unless I, one of these days, I don't, my mom jokes that I should get a PhD in pencil history, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know about that. Maybe someday I'll uncover that. And when I do, I'll let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> PhD, I would, Dr. Dr. Pencil. 
Yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. And, and even some like you know you have a general's pencil. You have a what's you have a goddess pencil, which I don't know anything about. Like I, I just spend a lot of time just like looking through your site. It's kind of like a sub of um, brandnamepencils.com. Mm. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really really fascinating. Like I, and and you're sort of a. I guess kind of like a dark horse to this. Like I have never heard of your website or like, like her here heard of you until you started selling pencils online. That was super cool. Yeah. I just, um, I just kind of did it. It yeah. was just one of those things. I woke up one day and decided like, this is actually what I'm going to do instead of just talking about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask what, what, um, what kind of background did you come from? Were you, did you work on like an office job or something before you opened your own pencil shop or did you, yeah, I'd had an office job and I, I did a degree in art and kind of I've done a lot of things and none of and they were all things that I loved, but not something I wanted to do forever. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd run other businesses before. And so that was something that felt quite natural. And I I didn't I just kind of hit a rut and didn't really want to do anything but sell pencils. So I gave it a try and it just worked out. Yeah, that's that's really cool. How how big is your actual like physical store? Just to give people a little kind of feel of what it's like inside, because the pictures on your website are really cool and looks like a really nice space. But like, uh, what's can you kind of give us the layout of the store? Can you explain yeah. what it's like. It's actually quite a small store. I guess I sell small things, so I don't need a lot of space. But mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's about two hundred and fifty square feet, and I have. Um, a really nice area dedicated to pencil testing. And then I've got shelves that house most of the um, currently manufactured pencils and little displays of all the accessories and all of like the fun packaging and that sort of stuff. And I have this, one of those, one of those cases like they have in schools, one of those bulletin board cases that locks that I, I have all of the, all the vintage pencils in there and a little case for the fancy sharpeners. It's, um, I just actually ordered another table because I'm running out of space already. Wow. I keep ordering new things and there's just nowhere to put them. So, um, who knows, maybe in a couple of years I'll have to expand, but, um, it's a, it's a very intimate store, which was really important to me. I looked at bigger spaces, but it just didn't feel right. It's me there every day. So I mm-hmm. don't need space for a lot of employees or people because I like that a customer can come in and sit down with me and we can just sit there and talk about it in this tiny little space. Do you have any, do you have any special clients, people who come in and will buy like, you know, $600 pencil sets? Oh yeah. (laughs) I have, yeah, I have some, some customers who come in and um, just no, it's normally people who don't know about it and they're just walking down the street and they, come in and they have a friend who is obsessed with pencils and they'll buy a really fancy pencil sharpener or they'll buy um all of the caron dash the rare wood pencils yeah. like little sets or um they just get really excited and kind of go a bit overboard which is what i used to do before <laughs> i did this so <laughs> i i understand the feeling but um you have an el casco don't you at your at your store yeah i have a few of them yeah um, if yeah, I have I have them in a display case. If you guys ever come by, or if anybody comes by and wants to try one, I do bring them out of the case to try every now and then. They're yeah. so beautiful. I just I get a little nervous using them. Even they're just so nice to look at. Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. Wow, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little bit just kind of fawning over these pictures of your store and the websites. So oh, so what's the story with the um the foil stamper? Oh, that—that's a really wonderful thing. It's a—it's um, a Kingsley machine, which 
hasn't been made for decades. It's a really old hot foil stamping machine that I, I found one on eBay that was in perfect condition. And um, yeah, it's it's really great. There's like a, I bought a little like pencil holder attachment that goes on it and um, it comes with like a, it has like a little type set and I have to like set all the type in these tiny trays and stick it in and it has to get really hot. And then, yeah, it has a little lever. I just pull it and stamp the pencils. It's a lot of fun and people are very amused by it because it's a very old <laughs> kind of like cool looking machine. So is this something you could do, say you were visiting the store Wednesday and you had a daughter whose birthday was <laughs> Just for example. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got a very cute name and it looks very cute on a pencil. I can absolutely do that. And I even wrap them up in a, in a cute little yellow box. Oh, my goodness. It's, I, I, use, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I use Musgrave pencils, too. And they, um, I, just, I have, like, a selection of, I think, 10 colors right now. There are more that I want. I kind of want all of them. But, um, yeah, it, it's, been really, it's been a really popular thing. If I, if I have it out, people are always like, oh, what's that? And then I demonstrate it. And I have kids come in, and they want to try to use it. So I let them stamp their own pencils it's a lot it's a lot of fun awesome does it smell like a good in a good way not really it just kind <laughs> That's of a pencil nerd question <laughs> what does it smell like bird cedar <laughs> it just kind hot of smells metal. like like hot machinery kind of yeah but, um nothing <laughs> well, more than pretty that. good i guess right <laughs> i'll take it fountain pens don't do this there's no smell sorry brad <laughs> Do you do any advertising for your store? Or do you think that word of mouth kind of gets gets you customers in the door? I haven't done anything, and I, I kind of thought that I would eventually once I got settled. I mean, I'm a one woman business. There's only so much I can do in a day, and I thought kind of that'll happen maybe a couple of weeks or a month after I'm open. But so far, I just I haven't really had to because people talk about it or I think it also helps that it's a really photogenic shop Mm. so people are always taking pictures and Instagramming it and tagging it and then customers come in because they saw it on Instagram it's um yeah I haven't really had to do much and I don't really want to because I I kind of like that it's a place that you kind of just have to discover and it's on it's on a street that's in a really residential neighborhood kind of between the Lower East Side in Chinatown. And so it's kind of an odd block. Hmm. And um, it's not the type of street that you would maybe just happen to walk down unless you were going somewhere in particular. And so yeah. it's um, it kind of, yeah, is a nice little place to discover. And there aren't a lot of shops on the street either. There are some new businesses opening up soon, which is really exciting. But we have a really great um, reggae specialty record store a couple doors down. Oh, wow. Um, which attracts an interesting crowd who come to the pencil shop and buy all my mm-hmm. pencils, which is wonderful. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's, I, I kind of just, yeah, I'll keep it that way for now. When are you going to open the San Francisco branch? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was, I was talking to somebody about if I were to open more stores in the U S where would they be? And I think maybe Portland and San Francisco would be yeah. on, at the top of the list. I'll, uh, I'll help you with the San Francisco one. Yeah, that's great. You can you can run it for me. Yeah, I'll pay you very well. I promise. <laughs> pay me in Baltimore has Blackwing Lager. Just saying. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CW Pencil Enterprise, not just like storefronts. So you gotta <laughs> and take over the world. <laughs> so, um, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, well, Pencil Day is coming up, obviously, yeah. which we like kind of made reference to. So, uh, actually, you have... if, if you're hearing this now, it is Pencil Day because we are releasing on Pencil Day. Party! Happy Pencil Day! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, do you have any plans for today <laughs> for uh, for Pencil Day? Like at the store, are you doing anything special? 
Um, yeah, we're, we're doing a few things. We're running a promo actually on pencil day, um, which if you're shopping online, just enter the, well, the word pencil day, all in caps, um, into the promo code field. We're doing 20% off everything for one day only, which is pretty exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, I told you I ordered temporary tattoos, which are awesome. And I, I use the Kingsley machine to stamp, um, some pencils, like commemorative National Pencil Day 2015 pencils, which I'll have. And I, I'm doing one of those things also where I, I filled um, this big container which, with a whole bunch of Kohenor pebble erasers. And we're doing one of those, like, guess how many erasers is in this jar mm, um, awesome. sort of things. For, <laughs> yeah, a, a $100 gift card. Which, the, the magic well, erasers of Kohenor? Like the rainbow they're, ones? They're a little one? different. Um, I'm not even sure that they make those magic erasers anymore. I haven't been able to get a hold of them. They're they're like proper rubber erasers, and they're a bit smaller than the magic erasers. Mm. Um, but they're yeah, they're really cool, and they look really really great when they're in a huge container together. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah, they're they're great, and we're we're having a little party also, which will start at six. We'll be there until nine ish, maybe. I don't know. It depends on how much fun we're having. <laughs> um, so if you're in New York City, definitely stop by and say hi. Have you had any as uh, kind of a unrelated, but just another question about your your pencil stock? I was looking through just now at your site and saw that you have some original black wings. Have you had any people show up specifically hunting for those? Just curious, um, like looking for the Everhard Faber original six hundred twos. I haven't, but I've had people okay. come in and buy them because they they had always kind of wanted one and they'd mm-hmm. never seen it in real life. And then I take it out of the case and show it to them and they get really excited and buy them. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's more of a thing that's popular online because most people yeah. come into the yeah. shop and they're like, Oh, why is this pencil $60? And I tell them the whole story <laughs> and then maybe they're, they're a little bit intrigued, but yeah. uh, <laughs> has anybody come in and this is a completely uh, self-serving question uh, because they heard about you on our podcast. Oh yeah. So really? many. Yeah, Seriously? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so awesome. <laughs> no, you guys are very popular. I've had a, a lot of customers from your podcast. Wow. That's super weird. Yeah, but, but awesome. <laughs> I just have to say. You know, I did, I did uh, wear my um, erasable t-shirt today when I was out and about in San Francisco, and I was hoping like that one time I did it, somebody recognized me from the podcast, from the t-shirt, uh, <laughs> but that did not happen this time. <laughs> it, it might happen in New York. Really? Yeah, maybe. Oh man, I'm totally packing it when I go to New York because I'm, <laughs> I think... I'm not too I'm not too modest to just walk around trying to get recognized for my podcast. <laughs> Andy, I'll wear mine too. It'll be really weird. Yeah, people will be like, "What's wrong? What's wrong with them?" We'll guys? all walk together. Yeah. <laughs> we'll walk in a row like Reservoir Dogs or something. Hey, like are you that. guys on a field trip? <laughs> yes. <laughs> let us out for the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carolyn, we have to send you a uh, when when we make our uh, version two T-shirt. We'll have to send send one to you to wear. Oh yes, please! Shop. I definitely, I definitely will. Oh, maybe you can stock them. Stock a, a oh yeah, t shirt. I, <laughs> I think people would buy them too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I'm just geeking out that this store like exists because it seems, mm-hmm. it seems so improbable that it. Not, I mean, not. It seems like such an amazing place that only like the three of us would want to go to. Well, yeah. That's so what I'm I was so earlier. happy. It's like all of our dreams come true. Yeah, that it exists. So yeah. I'm so happy that there's. <laughs> actually more than that who goes to the who go to the store 
Oh, but there are so many closet pencil nerds. I've yeah. really learned that through doing all of this, that people who, <laughs> I, I tell them, they ask what I do, and I tell them, oh, I, I run a pencil store, and I kind of expect people to think I'm crazy when I say that, but <laughs> most of the time, they're like, oh my God, I love pencils, and they, they have a lot to talk about, and I think they just like don't don't talk about it normally because they don't want people to think they're crazy also, but yeah, um, yeah at least now there's a place for them. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so what's next for the the Caroline Weaver Pencil Enterprise, if we haven't already answered that. Oh, there oh, there are a lot of things I have planned. I have like up to like phase five planned, which some yeah. of the ideas are a little <laughs> out there, but um, I have a special notebook for those things. Um, but the, I think short term, I um, am definitely going to be starting a Pencil of the Month Club. Yes. Um, <gasps> Which will be really fun, and I'll, I'll yeah wrap everything up beautifully and include little cards with stories about the pencils. Um, I you, really want to do that. Did you subscribe when um, Pencil Things did it back in like 2006, 2007? No, I didn't, and I really regret not doing it. I, I'll have to – yeah, I don't know. I, well, I don't know nearly as much, but um, I'll, try, I'll try to to do as good of a job with that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. It's a lot to up to. But um, I'm I'm hoping on doing that, and I I really want to blog more about pencils because people are really interested in that, and I get emails mm-hmm. about that all the time. But I just haven't honestly had the time lately. Um, I I also am interested in starting some sort of like pencil trading club mm-hmm. because um, there are a lot of a lot of collectors who I've met in the shop are just people who like pencils. Who and I have a lot of international customers on, online as well tons of international customers who I'm pretty sure would be up for that. Hmm. Um, but the big thing that I really want to do is um, design and manufacture a line of pencil cases because there, I, I don't sell any really because there aren't any that I love. And mm-hmm. um, that's something that I really want to do in the next year or two. We should hook you up with Brad Dowdy and Notco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be, that would be really wonderful. His, yeah, his pen cases are really lovely. I really need to get on that because people ask me all the time why I have no pen cases, and I just tell them, like, the honest truth is that I don't like any of yeah, them. Yeah, there's no good mm-hmm. ones out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Muji has a few that are really pretty, but they don't – I don't know. The, 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 I mean, the big trouble is is nothing is long enough to hold a freshly sharpened Blackwing. Exactly. Like, and that's – I mean, I, I can't even put in a case until – I mean, and just the other day, I wanted something that would fit well in my – uh, messenger bag so i just like sharpened it twice more after the first initial sharpening just to like you know get it down to a size when i could i could stick it in there and i just i feel like i just wasted an inch of pencil mm-hmm. yeah it's it's there yeah exactly there's so many great pen cases why can't there be really great pencil cases yeah yeah absolutely they need to be longer i'll work on that i'll <laughs> solve that problem eventually that's very cool so uh, you may you may not be at liberty to say, but what are some of the crazy phase five, phase ten ideas that you have? Um, or if you well, want to hold those close to your chest, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I want to open a store in Japan someday. Ooh, yeah. Uh, especially because I have lots of Japanese customers who are really interested in the American pencils, and mm-hmm. they just can't get them over there. And so I think that'd be good because there are a lot of Japanese pencils that I can't get here. Yeah. So. That would be really wonderful. And I, I have some friends in Japan who I'm pretty sure would be willing to run my shop for me. Oh, wow. um, so I would really love to do that. Um, I'd love to kind of maybe do my own range of pencils someday, but that's that's kind of far out there. I have some ideas for that, but um, I'm not really sure, I guess. Um, yeah, part of phase two, I also want to do like pencil field trips. Um mm-hmm. 
which I think we would start, of course, with um, like a local trip to um, the General's factory in Jersey City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of customers show interest in going there and they're always, they're always disappointed to hear that I've never been there, but, um, <laughs> we'll work on that. I, um, yeah, I don't know. There, there are a lot of really crazy things, but I never thought this would happen. So who knows what will happen <laughs> next? Well, when you do your second trip down to Shelbyville, uh, Tim will come up and meet you. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> great. Yeah. It's not too far. That's cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just so pleased that we were able to, you know, you were willing to come and take a little time out of your busy schedule planning for pencil day tomorrow. I mean today (laughs) and, uh, you know, talk to us about what you're doing. That's, that's really neat. Yeah, of Um, course. Anytime. I'm honored and pleased to talk to you guys about all of these wonderful things. Yeah. Ever since it was actually Mike Dudek sent me a Twitter message and said, Hey, have you seen this uh, <laughs> this website? And he sent me a link to your your site. It just blew my mind. It's like, how did I miss that this was out there? <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Well, I, I, <laughs> I thought... sent him like a huge thank you, and I, I and it's yeah, it's really it's really incredible. So thank you. I I really appreciate that. I've had so much support from kind of the the analog tools and stationary community. It's. Mm-hmm. Such a such an amazing group of people, especially on social media. I just I love it. I'm so excited to be a part of it now. It really, yeah, it really is amazing. Like with this community, how uh, supportive it is. I mean, I remember listening to Jay Robert Lennon when he was he has a pod, uh, podcast called uh, the Lunchbox Podcast, and he was on the Pen Addict once, and he he said something about this community. He said he was telling his co-host, you know, "It's just it's crazy. They just send each other stuff, <laughs> and they don't." Just for free, they just send each other things, yeah. <laughs> and they're and they're so so supportive, and it's it's true. But we're just we're really thrilled to find out that your store is out there, and now we all have uh, a kind of physical mecca to go to. So <laughs> we all must make it's our pilgrimage. Too. <laughs> yeah, I just want to brag again that I'm going first. Oh, you suck! <laughs> yeah. I don't I know how I'm going to sleep between now and Wednesday. But <laughs> I'm alone with the kids the all week, so that'll do it. <laughs> is, is there like a pencil VIP room that like the original pencil blogger can go and and uh, is there a password? <laughs> oh, I password wish. Is VIP room. Feral spelled correctly. Actually, this is what you need to do, Johnny. Uh, you need to go uh, first print off some of your blog posts and then do autographs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a printer. It's 2015. <laughs> Handwrite some of your blog posts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just emailed my dad and like I gotta return some to Amazon. Can you print this for me? <laughs> so um okay, so all day on March thirtieth. Um I may actually put this out like tonight, the twenty ninth night, so people have time to download it on their way to work tomorrow. Um March thirtieth all day you are um doing a twenty percent off uh code on your website. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Um starting at midnight, well midnight until midnight. And um, in the store as well, in case you're in New York. Okay. How do you enter the coupon code in the store? Um, oh, in the store. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Running a sale. That's cool. So if you are in New York and you're in the, uh, you said Midtown and Chinatown-ish? It's, um, yeah, in the lo- Lower East Side, Chinatown area. Okay. I think that's, oh, I think that's close to where I'm, I'm going to be. How, how far are you from, well, no, I guess I'm thinking of the East Village. That's lower, right? Yeah, it's not that far from the East Village. Okay, that's cool. Ten minute walk. Okay, nice. Okay, so uh, yeah, pencil day, uh, all one word in caps on uh, Caroline's website to get twenty percent off of your pencil purchase. 
is that include is that everything or does that not include like you know like palomino or old everhard faber or something like that um it's it's everything cool yep yeah um anything uh before we we wrap up the show that you want to um tell all of our pencil listeners oh i don't know i think i think we covered a lot of really great things yeah um yeah i just yeah thank you to all of you who i've met already and um i'm really looking forward to meeting more pencil people in the coming days months and years i'll be there for a while so um you know (laughs) where to find me that's awesome and can you tell us where to find you on the internet and social media Yes, um, I am on Twitter um, at CW Pencils, on Instagram at CW Pencil Enterprise, and my website is CWPencils.com. Mr. Andy, can you tell us where to find you on the interwebs and on social media? Absolutely. I am uh, at A Wellfley, A W E L F L E, on Twitter, and uh, at Woodclinched also on Twitter if you just want pencil ish tweets. If you don't want want a bunch of stupid GIFs, just follow Woodclinched. I love your gifts. <laughs> How about you, Mr. Timothy? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Writing Arsenal or at Tim Wassum. Uh, you can read my posts at www.thewritingarsenal.com and I'm on Instagram at thewritingarsenal. How about you, Johnny? Uh, I am Johnny Gamber. I am at pencilrevolution.com. I'm on Twitter at Pencilution. And, and now I'm on Instagram at Pencilution because... The whole first and last name thing was kind of weird. You did it. Nice. Yeah. Plus, people think I'm younger than I am. The whole Johnny thing. Anyway. <laughs> so you can find us at Erasable.us. This episode will be at Erasable.us slash 26, which you probably already know since you're listening to it. You can join our fantastic Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. And we also have a Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash Erasable Podcast. And and we're on Twitter at Erasable Podcast. Thank you super, super duper much for listening to our one-year anniversary episode. And check us out on iTunes and Overcast. And always, please leave us good ratings and stars and views <laughs> and accolades. Like us, please. <clears throat> Even graffiti on the subway, that's totally awesome. <laughs> as long as it's a city we don't live in, so we don't get blamed. <laughs> so, thank you.